1: What would you like the power to do?
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Hello and welcome to another episode of Footy with Dad. Jake, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you.
2: Very entertaining last weekend of Premier League football before course. Long
1: break for the World Cup, but no, yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. Oh, uh, good. Um, bit of a mad weekend. Apart from obviously, we'll, we'll get into the uh details of uh the seven goal thriller that we saw yesterday. But uh, both Manchester clubs were involved in uh last minute winners, one against obviously Brentford, uh, last minute winner. And we've just obviously watched the uh Fulham man U where United frustrationly got a last minute winner as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were listening and watching um, the City game on the way to Spurs yesterday, hoping City could just pick up a pick up the three points, which, you know, before, I mean, no disrespect to Brentford, but, you know, we didn't really think anything of this game. We thought, you know, probably a comfortable 2-0 win for City and move on. Um, but unfortunately, unfortunately for Spurs fans, it wasn't like that. Um, and obviously, later in the day, Arsenal had the chance, which they took, to go five points top.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, so, obviously, we went to Spurs. It's like Groundhog Day, isn't it, watching Spurs? I mean, you know, first half is, is poor. Second half, we, we always tend to uh, turn it around. But, uh, I mean, it, it was predictable. We, we, we started off okay. And then on the 10th minute, uh, Somerville scored for Leeds. And... It was a strange... I mean, we could have... A few bad mistakes leading up to the goal, I thought.
2: Yeah, a few dodgy mistakes. And I believe that's the ninth time in a row now Spurs have gone behind in a game. um, Which really is very, very poor. Going 1-0 down, 10 minutes in, wasn't the best goal. I do feel Maurice should have done a bit better for all three goals.
1: Yeah, Um, you said that at the time. But I thought, I mean... Holbrook lost it in the middle, and then it was played in between sort of Emerson and Dyer. Um, We'll talk about Emerson later on in the episode. Um, I I thought Dyer could have done better, personally. Um, I I thought he was sort of slow to react to uh, some of his run. Um, And then, you know, 10 minutes in, we're 1-0 down. But uh, we came back into it. Um, We we equalised, which... I wasn't sure at the time. I mean, obviously, VAR looked at it, uh, but we watched it together again on Match of the Day. Um, a little bit fortunate, I think, the goal was allowed. Well, I mean, well, look, at the
2: time, I think because the keeper hit the back of the net, we you know, we saw him on the floor. I barely celebrated. I thought the goal was you know, quite quite comfortably. I didn't think there'd been that long of a check. And I think it would be disallowed. But looking back at it, I don't think it's a foul. I think nowadays keepers are too protected by VAR, probably because they know VAR. You know, is in the game. That's maybe why we don't see. You know, maybe that's why we don't see these things happen as much now. Um, but I think keepers are just too too, too protected by the refs, um, and I don't think it's
1: a foul. I just think. I, I, Listen, a, f- a few years ago, we wouldn't even be having this conversation because yeah. you know, they, they, they wouldn't have checked. And But I think because of our, uh, I, I think goalkeepers, I think you're right. I think goalkeepers are far too much protected. Um, you know, but I think the way the rules are now, I wouldn't have been surprised had that been disallowed. But that's not taken away from the fact that Kane, he took it so well. He, his first touch... Um, to sort of set himself up and, and then he just bollied it in and I thought he uh, thought he was you know considering it was the last game before he, you know the World Cup means so much to Kane and obviously our hopes you know rest on him to a certain degree I mean he he, he ran around the, the the field you know Going into fifty-fifty challenges, I mean, he didn't hold back at all yesterday, and I thought potentially, you know, subconsciously, you know, that, that could have affected him, and um, not just him, but you know, we we had others that that, you know, Bentacar, um, you know. Unbelievable uh, last few minutes from him. But I thought everyone that, that was involved in the World Cup. And I think, to, to to be honest with you, we've watched a few games over the weekend. You can probably say that about most teams uh, and players. You know, I think everyone, full credit to everyone, fully committed, um, you know, with the game to go before, before the World Cup. You know, it would have been horrendous for anyone um, to get injured. But uh, we then came back into it. That was one all. And not a lot really happened uh, for the rest of, of the first half. But Spurs being Spurs wouldn't just allow themselves to go in at the interval, one-all. That um, They, they, they had to give the visitors a goal just before half-time. And again, another source of, you know, horrendous defending.
2: Yeah, I mean, the corner comes in and, yeah, like you said, horrible defending once again. Um that leads to yeah, another goal. We've seen it far too often um in in, in recent times. And yeah, like you said, one one at half time, you know, would have looked a lot would have looked a lot prettier. Um but no, Spurs, we don't do anything the easy way. We had to put ourselves 2-1 down at half time.
1: Yeah, so that, that that was disappointed. And listen, there was only one goal in it. The game wasn't lost at half time. You're hoping, you know. Hoping that they can get an early goal, um, because I think an early goal in the in the second half, we attack attacking the south stand. Um, you know, it will give the stadium a buzz, and that's what's happened really. I mean, um, you know, on the fifty-first minute, Davis equalised. Um, that was quite close, obviously, to the angle where where we sit. We were sort of parallel with Davis. He didn't half hit it, did he? Yeah, he absolutely
2: wanted that. And you know, normally when you see a defender or a fullback, you know, wind up to take a shot like that, you worry it's going to end up in your back goals. And, um, <laughs> like we saw in the first half
1: of Emerson, oh, um, you had to get that in, didn't you? You had to take <laughs> it out. Wouldn't be a podcast uh, if you didn't single out Emerson, yeah. Uh, um,
2: but no, I, I, I thought that I thought he was going to absolutely sky over the bar, but like you said, he didn't half hit that, he hit that brilliantly. Um and you know fortunately it did just
1: about trickle over the line in the end. So that, that was two 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 two. Um we had about 40 minutes still to go. But even at 2-2, two, two, we didn't we didn't take command of the game, and I felt we were being overrun. Um maybe even before Conte did, because Conte made the change. Um on um, on the 57th minute he he brought brought off longley who didn't have his best of games in fairness um you know and sanchez came on and um he 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 brought on sanchez and also he took off emerson uh, your mate uh for Doherty. and i felt sorry because you know the loudest one of the loudest cheers of of, of the day was you know seeing Emerson's number come up, and you know that must have been harsh. I mean, you know, I I I don't I don't think he's good enough for Spurs. Don't get me wrong, but I totally disagree with booing him. I totally disagree with cheering uh, when he's been taken off. It doesn't help anyone. It won't help him. It won't help him his confidence. Um, I just think it's a bit childish by by Spurs fans, and uh, I think we should be above that. But we made the double substitution on fifty seven. And, and even then, they were still, it didn't really change the pattern of the game. And and then on the 69th minute, they, they took off Richardson for Busuma to obviously, you know, tighten up the middle of the park, which I think was the right decision. I personally, as I say would have done that earlier. I, I thought Richardson I know it's his first sort of full game back. He, he came, he started against, um, did he start against Popham? Forest.
2: Yeah. I um yeah,
1: um am did you saw? I can't remember. Seems so long ago. It's been such a draining week watching Spurs. Yeah. So uh Presuma came on for Richardson on the sixty-ninth minute. Um, but it was only literally seven, eight minutes after that um Leeds got their third, which uh
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus That's
1: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No
0: purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18+. Frustrating. I mean, I I thought, you know, I, I thought there was a foul in the build up, you know, like talking about Kane's girl. I, I think that was a foul on on uh, Benton Carr um in the build up, but uh, he took it well, and, you know, again, I, th- I thought Sanchez could have done better um with, with defending uh, Rodrigo for their third. W- what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, foul-wise, I mean, I think every Spurs fan probably appealed and probably thought it was a foul. I think some refs give that, some don't. This ref didn't. Um, And, yeah, the defending was poor. Um, Yeah, I mean, Sanchez, he, he hasn't... He hasn't had the best week,
1: has he, for Spurs? Let's be honest. No, I mean we we've had a bit of a bit of a late night on uh, on Wednesday. We we went to Nottingham for the second time this season, and that that was a pretty poor game. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. But three um, two um, coming into the last quarter of an hour, and you're thinking you really don't really didn't want to go into the World Cup break on the defeats, you know, especially after losing. On Wednesday against Forest and last week against uh Liverpool. Um, but then you know that man Bentecker, who who seems to be finding the knack of getting important goals at the moment, um, he equalized on 81. And um, you know. <laughs> that 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 was great, I mean you know we we equalized there was still sort of we we knew with injury time a good ten minutes to go, but um we really went for it after it was scored. the the whole atmosphere I felt changed in the stadium when when mantica equalized,
2: yeah I mean it was a bit I mean it was a bit later for me because I feel like we should have gone for it after we equalized at two all. um but no, I mean, I, I mean, I remember just sitting there when we were 3-2 down. And it was just before Ben Tanker got his first. And I was just so emotionally drained from this first part of the season. And I was just thinking about how bad it is that we're going to go into the World Cups, you know, sitting on this defeat. Um, it was a massive game last night and needed to win. Um, and then before you know it, three minutes later, we're 4-3 up. I mean, I mean that—that's
1: what you call limbs. Uh, two minutes yeah.
2: later. Um, yeah, no, that. Yeah, I mean it was incredible. You know, Ben Tanker to score two goals in two minutes. Um, in such an important game as well. Um, yeah, it was incredible scenes in this mean, thing
1: The the guy who sits to my left, he he goes there with his son, and I think his son jumped on him which meant he jumped on me which meant I jumped on you yeah ourselves halfway down where where, where we normally sit I mean it was just uh it was it was brilliant but you know Spurs being Spurs there was still seven minutes of normal time to go you weren't totally relaxed I didn't think for one moment that's it we've got three points I knew we still had to see out the game but but there is one thing they do well under Conte and they do see out games, I think, quite well once once they've taken the lead. Um, you know, I, I thought we, we hold on to the ball quite well. I mean, the last couple of minutes we were right in the corner where where we are. Um, you know, Harry Kane was, was brilliant just wasting time, getting little throw-ins and what have you and uh, running down the clock. But uh, it was a real, real... Real relief, wasn't it, to get those three points before the World Cup.
2: Yeah, I mean it was a really, really I mean it really was a hard fought win. Um like you said it's nice, you know, to have a month off now, you know, not having to sit on a poor defeat. Um, because let's be honest, like I mean, we weren't great yesterday. Um, I think we're I think we're a bit fortunate that we've come away with three points and we're fourth. Um, you know, you know, if you look at, you know, how we've been playing this season. I don't think anyone would think we'd be fourth. So we're doing something right. We're getting the results. Performances aren't quite there yet. But, you know, hopefully...
1: That is what is quite exciting. I mean, obviously, Arsenal have had very little injuries. Um, you know, we, we've had... Most of our injuries tend to be in the, you know, forward positions. I mean, obviously, Kuletsky, uh, Son, um have, have all been missing. And I they think... Sorry.
2: Romero as well. He's been a yeah,
1: bit um, you know, and, and as someone, you know, I I saw a tweet last night, you know, we're Champions League going forward and we're championship defending. Um, you know, and it really does feel that way. When we've got everyone back, you know, Gov made such a big difference, you know. Without him yesterday, we wouldn't have won that. Um and I, I, I think you know Kane has started every 22 games this season he started every game 22 games he's played just under 2000 minutes this season i mean conte alluded to it in his press conference it's just madness how much we are so reliant on him and and you know my worry is he's going to play every game for england in the world cup um you know it, it'd be a miracle if he doesn't come back if not knackered injured. Um, and, and then, you know, we, we've got problems. I think in January, we definitely need to buy another striker um, because charlison though he works hard, he sort of plays out, um, out wide sometimes. I don't think he's a natural out-and-out goal scorer. And, and I think, you know, it's really harsh to to rely on Kane every every game. You know, we're fortunately still in the Champions League. So, you know, we've got two massive games against AC Milan. Uh, you know, I, I just think the squad, you know, we've huffed and puffed this, you know, the first 15 games of the season. Um, we've grounded out results without playing well. Um, we certainly haven't peaked. Um, and... and the, the the good thing hopefully is that there's a lot to improve and we can get a lot better so I certainly don't think we've peaked for one moment and I think if it still does click then we could have a very good second half of the season
2: yeah no I agree with that I I I do think the best is still yet to come I think yeah I think once we get Romero funny back hope um back from injury when Son hopefully picks up his form. Um, after the World Cup, we have Kudelski fully fit because I don't know, you know, I don't know if he's still one hundred percent fully fit at the moment. Um, you know, I, like there is things to be, you know, excited for for the second half of the season.
1: You know, I think we need to sort out our defense. I mean, we've scored thirty-one Premier League goals this season, only bettered by City and Arsenal. Um, if we can sort out our defense and keep our attacking players fit for the second half. You know, definitely finishing in, in the top four um, is, is not beyond us. And, you know, hopefully we can e- even have a very good, you know, run in the Champions League. So, you know, Kane, Kane's been brilliant. You know, he, he he's really carried the, the team, I feel, um, the first part of the season. He's got 12 goals. Um, you know, Son's been injured. Even when, you know, even when he's been playing, he hasn't had... You know, he had that good 13 minutes when he scored his hat-trick against uh, Leicester, but he's contributed very little. Um, Richarlison works hard, uh, but, you know, I'd like to see a bit more, you know, goal input from him. Uh, Kudzeski's been out for a long time. Uh, We've really missed Romero at the back. Um, We need, I mean, strangely, since since Dyer has been called up for England, his form's just faded away, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's disappointing. He has been poor um since since the call up. But, you know, hopefully I mean, I don't know how much game time realistically he's gonna get with England over the next months all depends really in, you know, what system Southgate chooses to play with. But yeah, look, he hasn't been the best in recent weeks, but overall this season, you know, he's done he's done okay. He's done the job.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. So we, we drove home last night after the game, happy to get the three points. Um, We, we were listening to the uh, Newcastle-Chelsea game. Ideally, we wanted a draw from that, but uh, never totally upset when Chelsea lost. Um, Newcastle are becoming a nuisance a lot quicker than a lot of people thought, I think. Yeah, I mean,
2: I didn't think it would be this season and this early on in the season where I'm now checking... You know who Newcastle have coming up, what their score is at half-time. You know, I, I, I mean, I thought I'd maybe have to wait a, a few years till you know we would really have to look over our shoulder for Newcastle, but they just seem to be getting everything right, and they have, you know, you know, they, they're only one year in into this project, Um and it, you know, it is scary because nothing stops them from spending two hundred million in January, and then. You know, dare I say it for them? You know, challenging City and Arsenal for, for possibly the title.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, listen, it, I I think the race for the race for the top four is is is, is definitely on. I mean, I think um, I think it's between Arsenal and Man City for the title. Um, I think Arsenal are playing very well. Um, there's no doubt about that. They've been very fortunate though with injuries. Um, they're also fortunate that they're not in the Champions League. So even though they're in the Europa, you know, they can rotate. Um, whereas, you know, teams that are in the Champions League have to play their their, their best teams in the Champions League to get into the knockout stages. So, you know, they have been fortunate they've they've kept their pretty much, you know, same eleven for majority of, of their 14 Premier League games. Uh, but, you know, listen, Arteta's done very well. He brought well during the summer. Um, and, you know, that every week they, they're, you know, playing well and, you know, deserving three points. So, um, but, it you know, it, it's a long season. It's 38 games. They've played 14. City, you know, you, you can't rule out City. Um, they're going to come back strong. And, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens um, in in the title race. But, um, you know, I definitely think, obviously, Arsenal will get top four. Can they hold off City? I'm not sure they can. Um, You know, the interesting thing is they've still got to play City twice. We've still got to play City twice. There's a long, long time uh, still to go. I mean, we're not even halfway. So, um, you know... But listen, you know, they've got the points on the board um, and that's all you can ask. Um, I think last season may hold them in, in good step. But what no one knows is how the World Cup is going to affect affect them. You know, the World Cup potentially has come at a bad time for them. I think it's come at a good time for Spurs. You know, we're not in the best of form. We've got to regroup um, and and hope, you know, we're fortunate with injuries after it. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, as for the, the race for the top four, you know, City-Arsenal for one or two. Um, And then the other two places is really between, you know, Spurs, Newcastle, uh, Man United. Um, I don't think you can rule off Liverpool um, either. I um, no. just feel, you know, that they could come back strongly. And there's Chelsea as well. There's there's Chelsea as well, but I'm not sure about Chelsea. I mean, we're we're eight points above them. Um, yes, they've got a game in hand, but um, I, I think they they've got a few issues there. I mean, yes, they've got money, so they they, they could buy big in January. So you never know. But uh, I think the battle for the top four is going to be really really interesting. Um, that that that's for sure. But um, at the other end of the table. Um, Lampard seems to be in a bit of bother at Everton.
2: I mean, I I can't help but laugh when I see that you know, that they've lost seven one on aggregate to Bournemouth uh, in a week. I, I honestly I feel so bad for those Evertonians that made that trip down to Bournemouth twice in about four days.
1: I think the uh, funny thing is it was uh, who was it? Was it was it Iwobi who threw his shirt into the crowd?
2: Oh, that was just incredible! He <laughs> threw his shirt into the away end, and they threw it back. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that is brilliant. You know, normally normally fans, you know, you know, they normally love to get players' shirts at the end of a game, but in this instance, it was just hilarious to see that the fans were not having it, and they threw it back at
1: him. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant! And <laughs> Lampard said at the end he, he thought it was a misunderstanding. I
2: mean, <laughs> no probably like,
1: thought they wanted his shirt.
2: <laughs> that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's standing. Yeah, very, very,
1: very amusing. And another another manager in, in maybe a little bit of bother is um David Moyes. Yeah, I mean,
2: it didn't really strike me actually how you know poor West Ham are doing until I looked at the table last night. They're only one point above Nottingham Forest, who we've all been saying are
1: definitely going down this season. So and they've spent, you know, they've spent heavily in, in, in the, uh, transfer yeah. though, so he's definitely been backed. I mean, he may have some, you know, credit because of what he did last season, but, um, you know, listen, I'm not upset. I don't like West Ham, as you well know. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to be upset that they're struggling. It's actually quite amusing, but, uh, be interesting to see how they start, um, after the world cup. That that's for sure. um, so you know, last game, last weekend of of the Premier League before the World Cup, um, thoughts now turn to the World Cup. The squad was obviously announced during the week. W- what are your feelings about the squad?
2: Pretty happy with it. I mean, I mean, the only downside is you know that Ivan Tony is not in it, and he, I you mean, know, you know, he kind of proved to Southgate didn't he yesterday that you know he should be he should be on that plane. Um, but now I'm happy he took Madison. Whether that's out of you know just pleasing pleasing the country or he genuinely believes Madison can play a big part in this tournament. I mean, only time will tell. I mean, he did come off with an injury against West Ham, but thankfully it looks okay. Um, because I think if he does get the game time, then I think he could be a massive part of our tournament. Yeah.
1: No. Definitely. Definitely. I mean. I know you're 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 probably looking forward to the World Cup a lot a lot more than I am. I mean, you know, i I don't agree with it being there. I, I don't agree with you know a lot of things about it being in Qatar and the workers and what conditions they were made to build the stadiums and you know their human rights record um and, and all that. And I just think you know, I'm not sure how many you know genuine football not just English fans, but you know, just general football fans are, are going to be able to afford to go out there. Uh, But yes, no, listen, I, I'm, you know, I am looking forward to it. I hope England do well. I'm not one of these fans that just hope Spurs players do well. You know, I will be wearing my England hat for the next few weeks, you know, and wanting everyone, be it Saka, or Ben White, you know, I, I hope you know they all have a good World Cup, and, and you know if they can bring it home, um, you know like the cricket team did this morning, it will be wonderful. And I'm, you know, uh, I'm going to get behind everyone, you know, whether they're Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea players, and and, and hope they do well. Um, but um, you know, I, I'm I suppose I'm more worried about you know if you ask me, it's always club first country second and you know, my, my biggest concern is, yes, I hope we win the World Cup, but, you know, I just hope we don't have too many injuries at the end of it. Not just from the English players, but, you know, we've got Brazilians, we've got Argentinians out there. And I think looking down at the list of who's going, you know, you 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 look at Spurs and you've got you've got the majority of our players will be paying, you know, probably beyond the group stages games you've got hugo you've got davis you've got romero you've got die you've got holberg you've got Bentenker, you've got richarlison you've got son you've got kane and, and they're playing for teams that will probably go beyond um you know our, arsenal have obviously you know ramsdale who probably won't play uh much uh if at all um saliba will probably well will play for for france Ben White, I expect to be playing uh for England. I, I think he's a good player. Um I would I would probably have him in our first eleven. Um, you know, and their Brazilian players, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to be starting uh much in, in, in the Brazil first eleven. Saka will play. Um, you know, I would have Saka ahead of uh sterling in the england team um i think he's a great player um so you just don't know you just don't know no one knows the landscape of how things are going to look after the world cup but um you know hopefully the fans that do go out there you know hope they all stay safe um you know hope you know the spurs players don't get injured um you know, hopefully, it's a good experience for the majority of them, and obviously, hope England can go all the way. Um, we'll be doing a podcast during the World Cup. Um, I'm not sure we'll be doing next Sunday because uh, next Sunday is the opening game, and uh, not sure previewing what is it, Qatar? V, uh... oh, the Ecuador, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, that 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 be one. I mean, um, I, I don't think we'd be doing a live stream on that one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but we will certainly be doing over the next few weeks, um, you know, a podcast here and there. Um, so, uh, yeah, any final thoughts?
2: No, it's just we have a entertaining month of football, hopefully. And, you know, like, you know, England have had, you know, many teams, whether it be football or cricket, um, that have, you know, managed to make the country proud. So it's now up to the men's team to do their job.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm pleased for a break. I mean, we've been to Nottingham twice since August. We've been to Manchester. We've been to Brighton. We've been to Bournemouth. Um, so I'm I'm pleased I'm not getting in that car for a few weeks to go to an away game. And uh, it's nice to recharge the batteries, watch games on, on, on telly. Um, and, you know, hopefully England can do well. And we'll see you probably in a couple of weeks.